ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Never FDIC. It is Thursday, January 28th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can be a part of this program by calling the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. White Claw hard seltzer made pure. Coming up today, we're going to hear from Jared West on this whole situation of not having a game this week. Also, Darius George. So we're going to listen to them in their entirety from earlier this afternoon. So you've got that to look forward to. How crazy is it right now? You are gearing up, getting ready to go, and here we are once again. And that's just the reality. If you want to play games, you're going to have to go through these ups and downs right now, and that's what Marshall's got to do as FAU not coming into the Henderson Center. And then on the reverse side, you feel bad for the Marshall women because they've got to go through it now. And is there any guarantee that Marshall's playing next week as well? Keep that in mind. Is there any guarantee that Marshall and Old Dominion will play next week? And there's not a 100% guarantee right now. So that's where we're at. It's just been nerve-wracking. It's been really frustrating, I'm sure, for these guys. And we'll hear from Jared later on and Darius as well talking about just getting ready for the next game and trying to keep focused. I think the good thing here is that these teams, by going through this now, uh, they're kind of getting closer to being able to deal with it more effectively. Honestly, Marshall's been the road warrior this year. Marshall hasn't had, other than one game, a true conference series at the Henderson Center. You had the split with Western Kentucky only because that's your travel partner. Traditionally, that's your travel partner. So you're going to see them once in the Henderson Center. You're going to go down to Bowling Green, Kentucky one time and pay them a visit. So you do that. But other than that, You haven't had a true conference home schedule so far. You've had games at the Henderson Center, but you haven't had conference games. And here we are again. Marshall has a home series. And thanks to contact tracing and COVID issues, that's been pushed by the wayside right now. So that's the difficulty here of just trying to maintain this schedule. Thankfully, we're getting to the point now where this might be something that we can eliminate next season. If everything goes well with the basically inoculation of America, and I won't go too far into that because that's really not our view, but it affects us. It really impacts us because you know, here again, you know, we're trying to get to the point where everyone can get relatively protected and we can go about hopefully a little bit more sense about our day than we used to. I'm going to be honest with you. I've been very fortunate so far. Wearing the mask every day, I I haven't had a flu. I don't know how your situation is, but I kind of like not having the flu this year. I I like this a little bit. I don't like what it's done to our life, but I like the fact that, okay, I've got the mask on here. Everyone's being a little bit more self-aware. And, yes, people are going to catch COVID, people who are trying their very best are going to catch it. People who are not trying their very best are going to catch it. But 
hopefully we get to a point where we're a little bit smarter about this. Our, our public health and sports have really taken a hit because of it. Because it's obviously, it can be a really nasty situation if you get a lot of people together in a situation where they can catch this thing. So, you know, I feel for these kids. I really do. But at the same time, they're getting to play. There have been games, and they're getting to play. And that's the good news there for them. So, unfortunately, we don't have an actual game to talk about, not even on the women's side, because both teams are impacted by this. But Jared West, we'll hear from him here in a few minutes, talk about just what's going to be like getting ready and, and going through this pause once again. And knowing a little bit more now what to do. And they're in a better place. Last time, they couldn't even get in the gym. This time, they're at least in a situation where they can go out and they can play. It's scrimmaging, sure, they can go and practice. But you know, when talking to Jared earlier, and you'll hear this, he talked about, hey, at some point, you kind of lose energy with the practice because, come on, you've been doing the same thing. You've been practicing. It's been monotonous. You just want to get a game, play a game. So we'll hear from him a little bit later on, as well as Darius George. Your phone calls at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. We've had a day now to digest that Marshall football schedule. Thundering Herd playing on September 4th at Navy, opening things up. That'll be, I'm sure, an emotional game for Coach Huff as his first as the head coach playing in Annapolis playing up in a Coach Huff country, right? I'm mean, sure that's going to be a big deal. And if we can have some semblance of, of a crowd there, I'm sure he's going to have a lot of people supporting him. And then you come back and you play NC Central on September 11th. And that game's going to be played on the 20th anniversary of the tragedy that took place, befell our country, on September 11th, 2001. So that's going to be, of course, a charged game. You remember, if you were old enough to remember, and that's the thing, I'm talking 20 years ago, if you were old enough to remember, the fact that the country was paralyzed because you just didn't know. Sporting events, a lot of things were paused, not at the level of this pandemic, but all of a sudden there was just a strange pause we've never had really uh, in my lifetime. And so 20th is going to be, I'm sure, a touchstone there. So I expect Marshall to to have some things going on to commemorate the day. I'm pretty sure of that. And then we get to see East Carolina and East Carolina. I would have loved to have had that game last year. That game would have been something, right? You're playing East Carolina. You're playing. It's going to be a, a huge tribute, remembrance, the victims of the Marshall plane crash. And you get some of that back because you're playing a year later. And, of course, a lot of people talk about the 75. And a lot of people focus on that and, and the tragedy. But I don't know if we sometimes – overlook the young thundering herd just a little bit. I'm not saying we're doing it on purpose. I'm not saying it's it's deliberate. It's something that just I think 
maybe happens because you focus on the victims of the plane crash. And so you should. You remember that time and you focus on the tragedy and you really pay honor and you have reverence for those people because of just the the tragedy of the event. And then I think we sometimes forget that there was an aftermath here. There was a rebuild. There was collateral damage and all of that. And you put that into Young Thundering Herd. So you know, East Carolina, I'm sure, will be a special time when they come into Jones C. Edwards Stadium. Appalachian State, that'll be fun on 25th, going on the road, taking on the Mountaineers. I hope that series continues. You don't have to play it every year, but I, I hope that Appalachian State somehow is on the schedule not every season, you know, maybe you spread it out a little bit, but I, I like to see it because I just think it's a good matchup. And to be quite honest, I'm enjoying some of the Sun Belt brand of football. And Appalachian State's in that mix, and I'm really enjoying that. And of course, you get in the conference schedule, get into conference play, and you go on the road to Middle Tennessee, and you have Old Dominion come in here, and you're on the road at North Texas. You're on the road, basically. Boone's not a bad trip. Murfreesboro's not a bad trip. North Texas is doable, right? You're going to FAU. You're not going to hate that trip whatsoever. And, of course, you're going to Charlotte. But you bring in Old Dominion, FIU, UAB, and Western Kentucky, and you don't have to worry about heading down to UAB. You get them back here. Again, I'm saying that's a game. You circle that game right there. You circle that game. Different coaching staff, same players to a degree. You remember what happened, right? You circled that game. Hurt fans will remember. Hurt fans will remind you for sure what happened. But I like the schedule. Just had a chance to look at it and think to myself, okay, you know, you have NC Central come in. That's a good opening opponent at home. You want to make sure you have a money game, a game that you come in and you bring an opponent in. You get the victory, you think. You get to see what your team can look like. I mean, usually – you know, you're not on the road the first game at Navy. But that game means a lot to Mike Hamrick. You've heard him talk about it. You've read his comments in the past about that. I mean, Marshall's not played Navy. Marshall and Navy, that's that's getting rectified real quick. And I think that's pretty cool. That's a cool game. Anytime you can play Navy. Play Navy, that's pretty cool. Again, remember, you played WVU and then you played Army. How cool was that? And you saw Randy Moss just jump all over the armed forces there in a a leap that I don't think has been replicated really to this day. So playing Navy is pretty cool. I like it, though. Basketball, wish we could play some games this weekend. Wish we could talk about that, but unfortunately we can't. So uh, I'll tell you what, we're still going to give you Jared West. We talked to him earlier today. He had a chance to uh, catch up with us. Uh, they're practicing. That's a good thing here. At least they're practicing. That means we can talk to these kids and get an idea of what's going through their heads. So we'll do that when we continue later on. Darius George, we'll get your phone calls in. You can also find me on social media, at Paul Swan on Twitter, if you want to interact with me today. When we come back, Jared West here on ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Marshall basketball not happening this weekend, both for the men and women. The women who 
dealing with COVID-19 and contact tracing issues. The men, unfortunately, can't play because FAU, they're going through the same thing. So, unfortunately, we sit and wait for another Marshall basketball game. Hopefully, that'll take place as the Herd will have to go on the road to take on Old Dominion. If that is going to happen, we'll keep an eye on that situation. But in the meanwhile, what do you do in this time? Well, you practice, you you game plan, you work on yourself, you do all these things, and you hope that it's enough. Thundering Herd went through one of these pauses before. The problem there was couldn't really get to the gym, couldn't get in play because the issue was on the Marshall side. This time Marshall can do certain things that it couldn't do before. It can practice. It can scheme. It can watch film. It can do all these things. It can act like a basketball team without a game. And how frustrating is that for Jared West? Well, that's one of the questions that he's going to answer as he talked about earlier today. Just the fact that you don't have a game and you got to do all the things to keep ready, to keep sharp, and to keep focused because that's all you can do. Well, how frustrated are you at the moment with what came down <laughs> yesterday? It's tough, man. It's tough, tough, uh, tough times right now. Um, just got to adapt and adjust. You know, we've uh, played six conference games and five of them been on the road. And, you know, it would have been nice to play at home this week. Um, I feel like we had a good weekend in FIU and had a chance to come back home and, uh, get a couple more wins, but um, you know, unfortunately, that's just it's just part of it right now. You know, that's kind of what we have to deal with. Um, it's out of our control. We don't, um, we can't do anything about it. So, at the end of the day, it's it's definitely tough for sure. But we just gotta still make the most out of this week with uh, with what we got. You know, we gotta have good practices, stay focused, uh, bring the energy still, and just uh, try to control what we can control. What lessons are you taking from the last time you had a long layoff to apply to this layoff? Um, just trying to stay sharp, really. Just um, make sure we stay focused, make sure everybody's locked in, doing what we're supposed to do, preparing the way we're supposed to do, and um, take care of our bodies, practice hard, stay locked in. I think the hardest part with uh, not playing for a while is kind of getting bored with practice sometimes. You just – you can um, – you just kind of lose your focus or lose your energy for like a day or so, or maybe just even in a drill. And I think that's the hardest part, honestly, without playing. But so I think the most important thing is making sure we stay focused, stay locked in, stay energized and make sure that we're doing the right things. Because at the end of the day, um, we don't know when we're going to play. We don't know when the next cancellation could be. So uh, our mental focus and our mental approach is, is very important. And um, we got to stay focused and prepared and, we got to be ready because we never know when our next game is. Well, and you mentioned how how different is the scenario because you all were kind of locked out of the gym for <laughs> during the last shutdown. This one, at least you get to work on some things. And and I know that Coach talked about the rhythm. You all can that is key this week is okay. Let's get us right and and get back into that rhythm that way we hit it rolling whenever we get back. For sure, I definitely think the last. Uh, shut down, kept us out of our rhythm a little bit. It just, um, it took us a little bit to get our feel back and get comfortable with each other and things like that. Um, I know a lot of guys, like some guys can practice, some guys can work out. So um, it was tough not being with each other for that long of time. But at, 
this time around, it, it is a little bit better because it's not us. So obviously you don't want anybody to come up with the virus or anything like that. But at least this time we can still be in the gym together. We can still practice. We can still work out. We still have access to the gym and to the weight room so we can be with each other and things like that. So we should be able to stay in the flow. We should be able to stay in rhythm, um, compete a little bit still, practice hard and play hard. And um, I think it will be a lot easier to stay in rhythm this time around just because we'll be with each other um, a lot more than we were the last time. Jared, let me take me through this as a player. Is it almost one of those deals like that you all test on one day and, and you're sort of whole breath the next day to see if anybody pops? Like what, what's that mental process like? Because it, it seems like Conference USA, this has been a very big issue this year. For sure. The, the testing, the day of the testing, that whole day is really like, like you said, hold your breath and just kind of pray and keep your fingers crossed that there's no positives because – with, with practice and the way contact tracing and all that is like you can get shut down and just like that be out for 10 days or 14 days or whatever the protocol is. So um, it's, it's really hard because like, like I said, you don't have any control of it. You know, you can test, we test at 1130 today and you know, for the next 18, 20 hours, you're just kind of like, okay, like, you know, we'll wait around and see what happens. And then you just hope that we get the text that everybody was negative. So um, it's tough. It's it's very different. Um, but it's it's part of it, man. It's it's really weird. You just got to adjust and adapt. Stay as po stay positive, man. You, it's hard. Be, like There's so many unknowns and so many questions. Um, and mentally, it's hard to stay positive, man. Like, I feel bad for the girls team. Like I couldn't, they, they, I feel like they barely even play, you know? And it's just so tough. Like you just got to try to keep a positive mindset. You know, I'm, I'm blessed that we've been in good health overall and we're able to play basketball still, even if it's not on the same routine level that we're used to. But, um, you know, you just got to keep a positive mindset and uh, be grateful for the opportunities that we get. You look at your next opponent as a team that hasn't played in three weeks. You know, they, they shut down uh, late last week. It rolled into this week. And, and, you know, barring any positives, they'll be good to go next week. But you also don't know that. And you don't really have any uh, idea who's going to be on the court. How, like, it seems like the preparation this year, you've got to be a lot tougher mentally than ever before uh, in college basketball. No question. No question. Because like you said, we, we really don't even know if we're playing them yet. Like, we don't we, – we still don't know if we're going to play that game. And if we play, we don't know who's going to be active for them. Um, I think even last week against FIU, I think they had a guy or two in the protocol. And we didn't know until right before uh, the tip, really, who was going to start and who wasn't going to start. So, that mental focus and that preparation is very important. Um, you got to know the personnel – as if everybody's playing and you got to know the personnel as if they're coming out full throttle and with their full team, with their full go, you know, but um, it's tough for everybody. You know, I, I, I feel for ODU, they've been out for, like you said, they're going to be, it's going to be two and a half, three weeks before they play. Um, and it's really tough. It's really tough. Um, the coaches are doing a great job of trying to keep us focused and locked in. They've been preparing just like normal, just as if we're playing. So, and they've been locked in and bringing energy. So as players, um, we got to do the same thing. We got to stay focused, stay positive, 
and just be ready. You know, like you never know, man. There's so many unknowns, but uh, you just got to stay ready. You mentioned this stretch. You know, if you do play next week, seven of your first eight conference games will have been on the road. Do you feel like that's going to make you all battle tested as you all get ready for the Conference USA tournament? And is there a positive to that? For sure. Um, honestly, I feel like we, we're really battle tested right now so far, honestly, um, with what we've gone through. First two games at La Tech, um, you know, I think Darius got hurt that game. Um, we get a quarantine. We come back out the quarantine three days. We got to go to Western. They come to us. Then we got to go back on the road to uh, to FIU and we don't know who's going to play for them. Um, so I feel like this is it, – it's tough, obviously. It's hard. But I think this is good experience for us. I think it is going to prepare us and help us in the long run. Um, you know, we got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And we haven't played at home in a while. And I know we're – I feel like it's easier to be just comfortable when you're at home on your home court, um, on your rims in front of your fans. Being on the road, it's a little bit different. You got to adjust. You got to um, figure things out, um, get comfortable and stuff like that. So I think it is going to help us in the long run. I think this is um, this is going to, like you said, make us more battle tested for the future and what we got uh, coming up. So we just got to stay focused and stay prepared. Getting comfortable while being uncomfortable. How does one go about doing that? <laughs> it's tough, man. I think the I think the whole thing is the mindset that you go in with go in with go in it with though. Um, I think if you go in with a negative mindset, kind of thinking about man, like we haven't played at home in a while, we're coming off a of quarantine, this and that. I think it's tough to kind of get comfortable. Honestly, I think you're just kind of almost psyching yourself out, really. So I think the most important thing is. Um, you go in every situation grateful, first of all, that you're able to play and that you're healthy and that the team is healthy and stuff like that. But, um, you know, you just got to go and focus um, and get ready to play. Really, you can't, you can't worry about the other stuff because you have no control over the other things. So it's important to go in with the right mindset, with a positive mindset and a positive attitude and um, prepare as if you're playing a, a real game um, in front of thousands of fans, whether it's home or away and uh, against a team that's got their full roster, whether you know it or not. So I think it's all about mindset yeah. and attitude. Jared West talking about mindset and attitude and just uh, staying ready. Good point there. you got to prepare for everyone. You don't know when you get there or when they come in what that roster is going to look like. So you got to prepare. Darius George on the other side of the break. We'll hear his thoughts when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, this is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Our phone lines this hour brought to you by White Claw at 877 877- 420-TALK, 877-420-8255. White Claw, hard seltzer, it's made pure. Darius George, he's been having some pretty good games as of late. Coming off the bench, he's been providing a spark. He's been everywhere you need him to be. He's been very efficient. And there's nothing you can't say bad about his game right now. And he's having a hard time of it as well because the Thundering Herd not able to play this weekend. So, you lose that momentum. You try to fight hard in practice and everything you do to, to stay 
on point, on focus, and trying to just get where you need to go because Marshall won't be able to play on Friday or Saturday. No game tomorrow. No game Saturday. Instead, you're going to be sitting by and maybe watching some games, waiting, preparing for the next opponent, which is Old Dominion, if that game gets played, if that series gets played. So that's where you're at right now. We had a chance earlier to catch up with Darius, and he talked a little bit about the same things that Jared talked about. Just from his perspective, as far as you're just waiting and being able to stay focused and stay on point. How does it feel to know that you lead the team not only in field goal percentage shooting, but also in three-point percentage shooting both? <laughs> yeah, I just got to keep working. Just Whenever I get in games, just focus on my shot and just keep raising my percentage, and that's the goal. <laughs> Well, how much how much you you worked on your shot to get to where you are, where you're leading the team in both in both of those stats? Mm-hmm. I'm just uh, I've been working on my shot ever since the, the summertime. Just coach wants me to get my shot faster and just work on it as much as I can, and that's it's been working. So uh, my shot's been better ever since freshman year. So my shot right now, I think is that's pretty good. I, I'll I'll say it. I'll give you credit. My shot's pretty good right now. It, you see. Part of it, you seem to be extremely selective. You know, there's not too many times I can remember you you shooting the ball and having a guy right on you. Usually, usually you're selective and, and you and you're really open when you shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, just when I, I take like when I'm in a game, I look to take like the best shots. Like when it comes to the offense, because we having the flow of things. So like if I'm if I'm open, I'm gonna shoot it regardless. That's what Coach wants us to do and. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna just keep doing that as the game goes on. With the layoff, Darius, what are you doing to try to maybe keep things moving forward, just to stay ahead? I know you have some experience with these layoffs, so what are you doing, maybe different or wanting to do different this time around? Yeah, just uh, as we practice, this, we have to lock in to whoever we play next because this, uh, this happens. This can happen to us, it can happen to anybody. So we just gotta lock in forever for whoever we play next and just keep focused. Coming off two wins, uh, certainly a good vibe as opposed to if you had this layoff and you were dealing with defeats because when you do that, you want to get back on the court as quickly as possible. You do anyway, but uh, does that uh, make it a little easier to deal with? Um, I feel as if if you would have played this weekend, it would have been good for us because we're at home and we've just been on the road so many times. So uh, I would say it's good for us because we, we can prepare more, but uh, – if we would have played this week, it would have been better for us, but we still got a lot of time for ODU as well for next week, so we can prepare for more. Darius, how frustrating has this been? Not not necessarily the start and stop even. It's just like every time y'all get a stoppage, it seems like you're supposed to play at the cam, and yeah. and you know, y'all can practice there all you want, but it yeah. seems like it's been a year since you all played in front of fans there. Yeah, that's, that's been the hardest part, just having games canceled when we're supposed to play at home, especially in front of the fans. The fans have been amazing this year. So, yeah, it's been it's been rough, but we just have to settle business whenever we're on the road. And whenever we get a chance to play at home again, we have to settle business as well. Jared said that you guys need to get comfortable being uncomfortable. What do you think he meant by that? Like we like we were talking about just playing on the road like so many times because it's been it's, it, I want I don't want to say it's been hard but it's been harder than playing at the camp so like playing on the road is it's been a big challenge for us and I think we've been we've been pretty solid so it's been it's been pretty good.
for the road games as far as that. There's for you, it looks like there, there are times you'll go on seven to 10 point runs. Uh, do you, what is the tribute to that? Is that just like Chuck's saying, you finding your spots or finding those matchups or is it more, um, you know, the energy level and, and you have the ability to dial it up a notch whenever everybody else might be getting to the end of a media timeout? Yeah, just my, my main focus is to come off the bench and bring whatever I can to the table, just bring that energy, bring that spark if we need it, and just hit shots, big shots. And that's what that's what I've been doing all year, and that's what I can, will probably continue to do. That's what I hope to continue to do. Do you feel like you all have the advantage over other Conference USA teams because of, you know, everything that, that's put into this season? You all been on the road more than anybody. You all have probably have more depth than anybody, and and have had to get used to playing with that depth too. Especially in a COVID year, do you do you feel like that's going to work to your advantage down the stretch? Yeah, for sure. Just having more, like I said, more time to practice, even when games get canceled, and the depth we have, we have big, like a a big bench. We have a great bench for players coming off and bringing energy. So it's it's been it's been a great it's been a great like year as far as practicing. And having a lot of time since we have games being canceled. So we just have to keep locking in for the next opponent. It doesn't matter if it's a home or away. Tell me about the three-pointer that you banked in. As soon as I let it go, I knew it was a bank, but I didn't know if I shot it too hard. I was like, yo, that has to be a bank. And as soon as I made it, I was like, yes, because it was a big turning point in the game. So I was, I was pretty, pretty excited for that. Well, the ca- the camera stayed on you after you mm-hmm. turned and were running down court, and you had this little smile on your face, like, "Yeah, I didn't call bank." <laughs> yeah, when uh, the dude the dude that was guarding me, he was like, "Wow," like he was mad. So that's why I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I bet. he was pretty mad." So I was like, "Whatever, it's whatever." It went in. Oh, that's good. Yeah. What, hey, where is? What did you say to him? <laughs> I was like, yeah, all bank, all glass. Because I called I call bank because I knew I knew it was going off the glass. So. All glass. That's kind of trash talking I can get into. You know, not personal attacks. Just man, look at my shot. How pretty is is as it goes off the glass? All glass. That's Darius George having some fun with us earlier this afternoon. When we continue, we'll get your phone calls in, 877-420-TALK. Be a part of the White Claw phone lines. Also, you can find me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. This is The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. We're powering through today's edition for this Thursday, January 28th. You know, tomorrow is going to be like the pregame show. I, I was um, I was halfway there. I was halfway there. Had a lot of things planned and, and it just got thrown out the window here. So tomorrow will be a normal show, no pregame. So, hey, you never know what's going to happen. So tune in tomorrow. Won't be any basketball. We'll, we'll talk about something else. We'll find something else to get into. You know, maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll find somebody else's game and we'll talk about that. I don't know. Do we call up We call up Rob Cornelius, Ohio University, color analyst? Do we call him up? Is there anybody else's game we should just call up and act like that's ours? Do we adopt a team? I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to pull a Canada here on us. Uh, I'm not going to adopt anyone and change my Twitter handle, even though, hey, um, I'm still glad that my guy up in uh, Canada is still uh, pulling for the herd. Uh, 
some soccer news to tell you about. Hey, the men are coming back. We actually could see some soccer. The pitch is going to be a hopping place here. Kicking off the spring season, February 3rd against VCU, 5 o'clock at Hoops Family Field. Some good news coming out of soccer today. Uh, Milo Yosef, he's going to be getting a lot of accolades and awards. And Jamil Roberts, named to the Missouri Athletic Club Herman Trophy watch list. What is the Herman Trophy, the Mac Herman Trophy? It is, I'm reading the bullet ports here. It's the most prestigious individual award in college soccer. And it is presented annually to the most outstanding male and female players of the year. The award this year pushed back to accommodate the season because it was impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. The winners will be announced May 27th at the 2021 Mac Herman Trophy Press Conference and Banquet taking place at the Missouri Athletic Club in St. Louis. So, it's like the soccer Heisman. I'm going to be quite honest with you. Until Coach Grossi got here, until Coach got here, I wouldn't have known about the soccer Heisman here. So, hey, that's pretty good, though. All, all kidding aside, that's, that's where you want your program to be. Because now you've got something you can add to your, to your arsenal, to your recruiting arsenal. Hey, look, we came in. We took Marshall to the NCAA tournament. We won a, we won a match. We got to the third round. We were ranked pretty high. We won the Conference USA Championship. We got some nice things going on. We got a pretty nice-looking, sweet stadium here. The pitch is pretty good. FIFA digs it. We got some nice facilities here. The fan base is growing. Oh, hey, you know, by the way, our players are getting recognized. They're getting notoriety. Notoriety. They're getting attention. You throw that into the, the quiver. You pull that arrow out. Hey, look. Hey, I got two. I got two players on this trophy watch list. Two. It's pretty good, though. So some good things happen. But you know what? We're going to have to get Coach on next week. We're going to have to get Coach Grassy on next week. Here's what he said in the release. He said it's important for our program, for players to be recognized for their talents. It lets the rest of our squad know that their hard work and perform well, they will have a chance at trophies and accolades. So there you go. Trophies and accolades. I hope the soccer program on the women's side, I hope that can start getting to that level and so you have two well-regarded soccer programs. I think once that starts happening, things are going to really pick up for both the men and the women. I know there's been some talk of expanding the, uh, the seating capacity. You know, Maybe there's going to be a need for that the way things are going right now. Again, that's just talk. I have nothing really substantial to tell you that that's going to happen ever, but 
that's an opportunity there in the future to, to really grow the program. And if that happens, I mean, you can start hosting some tournaments there as well. That's what I'm looking forward to seeing, seeing that facility used to its fullest. If you can expand seating, if you if really if you can expand seating, you can put some more into what you're doing there. Upgrade as the program grows, you can do some things there. But really, you know, the goal here is to win the regular season. You got to win the regular season. You can't falter. You have to win the regular season. You do that. You get into the NCAA tournament. You get into the NCAA tournament. Uh, I don't know if we're going to have a selection party like we did when Marshall was um, waiting to find out where it would play and the opponent, but that's where you're you're aiming for. Now that you've got there, get back. Do it again. And I think this program is uh, up to the task here, so uh, congratulations there. Coming up tomorrow on the show, we will not have Marshall basketball. That, of course, uh, taken from us because of issues with FAU, FAU, unable to come to Huntington and play this weekend due to COVID-19 contact tracing. The women are not in action as well. Uh, We'll tell you what happened with the Marshall tennis team tomorrow. Tennis in action in Lexington taking on UK. So we'll get you the result of that tomorrow and talk about that. And, of course, it's Friday, so looking forward to getting set for the weekend. And maybe, just maybe, we'll have another edition of What Did Coach Huff Do Today?, That is not happening today because, well, he's not been on Twitter. I'm sure he's doing stuff. He's just not been on Twitter to tell us about it. That kills this bit. We can't have this bit if he's not doing stuff and telling us about it. Of course, he's always doing stuff. He's doing process stuff. He's still focused on being a champion each and every day. He's doing that. But I need to know what happened. Did he enjoy the slaw dog? I need to know this. That's stuff you want to know. So we'll put our investigative reporters on this. I mean, maybe I'll sick Bill Cornwell on, on him at Marshall. We'll find out. I need to know, did he enjoy the slaw dog? That is important information. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. Always you have some fun with me. Uh, Friday coming up. We'll get you set for the weekend. Uh, we got a lot of stuff happening. Just not Marshall stuff. So we'll talk about it tomorrow. Don't forget, if you miss any part of today's program, or if you can't listen live and you want to listen to it on the podcast, well, that gets updated on a daily basis, and you can go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.